Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast, is hitting the road this summer from May 31st through June 14th. We're doing part two of our U.S. live tour. Whoa. I came up with the name for this one. Yeah, it's yeah. called the Areas Tour. Very kind good. of similar. Dungeons you know? and Daddies, the Areas Tour, feet Taylor Swift. We're hitting the road again. Midwest and East Coast dates on sale. Tickets are available now. We're starting up in St. Paul, Minnesota. We're going to Milwaukee, Chicago, Indianapolis, Detroit, Pelham, Tennessee, Atlanta, New York, Philadelphia, and Boston. Wow. More info on our website, dungeonsanddaddies.com slash live. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Pretty Litter. It's springtime, Get your dick up. Oh, sorry. That's oh, what? Nope, not this. No. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, we got so many ads. Pretty, right. litter, is... pretty litter is delivered in discreet packages. <laughs> discreet <your> packaging, <laughs> and it smells nice. Rather, it smells like nothing because it traps odor with its powerful crystal matrix. It's ultra-absorbent, lightweight, low-dust. One six-pound bag works right for the month. It's a kitty litter. And this crystal matrix allows for changes in color in case your cat has potential illnesses. In the Unfortunately, red pill. no one can be told what the crystal yes. matrix is. You yeah. have to piss on it to find out. <laughs> like urinary tract infections, kidney issues, basically anything that goes through the pee hole, it can detect it. See that cat dressed in red? <laughs> <laughs> that's mine. Look, Look at that. Pretty Litter also ships free. You think that's free. piss you're breathing? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. Don't have to have big, huge kitty litter bags all over the place. Have to my cat's those. just been taking a dump in the desert of the real. Ah! <laughs> I don't want <laughs> Sorry, too many good Matrix things. One time my cat um, peed and it was like telling the litter box, like, dodge this. I hate this litter box. One time it's my... the smell. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I just like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Three litter yep. is amazing. You have to try it. it. Gives me peace of mind for my cat's yeah. health especially when it comes to piss-related health issues. And it's also a great kitty litter, too. Go to prettylitter.com slash daddies. That's prettylitter.com slash daddies to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy, prettylitter.com slash daddies. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. last time I got pretty litter in the mail from them, I got a little cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Haya. Oh, wow. I did not realize I was surrounded by some black belts in karate. It's not martial art, Beth. It's a pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin. Most of the time when you talk about children's vitamins, it's just candy. It's just gummy bears. I don't tell oh. my mom. That was my whole trick as a little kid. Was it? Yeah, I'd be like, mm, I'm, I want some vitamins, mom. But really, I just wanted that sweet, sugary goodness. Oh, I thought you were going to say you replaced your vitamins with gummy bears. Because that would be that a move. That would have been a smarter move. I could have done that. Well, you might as oh, well, no. because most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and contribute to Disgusting. a of health issues. Ew, gross. Hi, fills the common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full body nourishment our kids need with a yummy taste they love. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins Ooh. and minerals, including vitamin D, 
B12. 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 That one came out with Elvis Presley here for vitamin B12. Oh, vitamin D. B12. That's why this is Elvis. Oh, we got our Mercy. Folate. Vitamin C. <laughs> it's vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, non-GMO, everything else. Would that you, you say that this product is a hunk of hunk of burden love? It's designed for kids two and up and sent straight to your door so parents have one less thing to worry about. They taste good, even though I don't take I don't take them. They also have a new kids probiotic and nighttime essentials. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling yeah. children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash daddies. This deal is not available on their regular website. This is a special Secret URL. You understand? Deal is one for the money and two for the great vitamins you're getting. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H, HayaHealth.com slash daddies, and get your kids the full-body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Dungeons and Daddies is a rowdy, horny, violent podcast for grown-ups. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast. Most of the time, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast about four dads from our world flung into the Forgotten Realms in the quest to rescue their lost sons. My name is Freddie Wong. I play Glenn Close, the rock and roll bard of the group. This week's Glenn fact, you'll note the uh, plum and vigor to which Glenn uh, attempted to acquire a DJI Phantom. It's because Glenn... Freddie's a huge nerd. (laughs) (laughs) It's because Glenn puts it on his list every year for Nick to buy him, but Nick never does. For Nick? Yeah. Nick? To buy him like a $500 drone? His seventh grader? Wait, 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 wait. So he, yes, he, okay. <laughs> yeah, because he's like, hey, you want to be really chill is if you got me a drone and we could fly it. And he's, you know, he just put it on. Where does he think Nick is going to get the money for this? He has a very skewed idea of how like allowance and selling laser pointers works in like middle school. Like he was like, I don't know, can't you like sell laser pointers? He must be selling laser pointers or something. I mean, how is he getting all that weed? Am I right? My God. It's so nice that like you you come in every once in a while to remind us that Glenn is objectively the worst dad. <laughs> yeah, I'm, on, I mean, it's, I'm all sitting here like, oh, you know, but he's like a widower. That's sad. You're like, no, fuck Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> when he's not plying his kid with illegal drugs, he's asking his kid to buy him expensive toys. I think decriminalized drugs now. To, yeah, for, yeah, for yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. Graders, Excuse me. You decriminalized. think for seventh graders weed is legal? Decriminalized. I, it better be otherwise. <laughs> Glenn is like one of those um, brand ambassadors who like, I'm not asking for anything for my birthday this year. I do have an Amazon wish list. (laughs) Check it out. I think Glenn emailed his son his Christmas list while he was at Disneyland without him. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, oh, "Oh, got an Amazon list. I I do like that if Glenn does get a drone, you know he is not going to register it with the FAA and he is going to fly 
fly in illegal areas and get confiscated oh, almost immediately. He's going yeah. immediately to every national park where you cannot fly drones due to the fire hazard that the batteries pose, and he's going to get those sweet shots of them Tetons, baby. Is he going to try to oh, do it God. at Disneyland, do you think? he's going to? Disneyland is a hard no-fly zone, actually, for DJI. Yeah. They, they coded in. A lot of these now will have the GPSs like Oh, really? Coded you can hack it. Yeah, you just pull the GPS unit, baby. Yeah. Yeah, you know he's going to be like BYO UFO. Like, <laughs> just sort of like, what are those lights? He's like, man, if I can just get a couple of these for my Insta story when we're driving through the desert, I can get these lights doing some weird stuff. I can get that UFO crowd following me. And you get that Art Bell crowd. Fun fact about Glenn is that he has no posts on Instagram, but like a bazillion story highlights. <laughs> <laughs> the one post is like a tour thing from like four years ago, and that's it. Yeah. Hello, my name is Matt Arnold. I play Daryl Wilson, a stay-at-home coach dad who became a barbarian upon entering the Forgotten Realms. A little dad fact about Daryl. I figured uh, I broke my toe, and, and Beth also has a broken body now, and a few of us have broken <laughs> body. Now. Broken Whoa, body now. Maybe more specific. More specific or less specific. Choose one of the two. It's She's just broken. It's been 28 years, and I've <laughs> yeah. been broken the whole time. We're all broken. Beth so I the figured, broken. So I figured uh, Daryl probably had a few broken bones. So yeah, so Daryl's broken his arm two times on his left, one time on his right. He's broken the bone three times. Um, once when he was uh, nine once when he was 20 and once when he was 36 and every single time was at the football field on the jungle gyms across the street <laughs> from the football field the same every place, single age was row. always was oh always gosh. doing something stupid always trying to show off 36 show, well that how was old is, how old of course he brought <laughs> 36 was like last year okay. like he broke his bone while trying to show off to grant like that he broke still his got bone what broke his bone? arm oh, okay. his arm he was like i still got it in me I can still do this jungle gym check that he's trying to do. You know what it is? I would always, as a kid, try to do that cool way of flipping off a tree oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. they did in uh, Robin Hood. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Prince of Thieves, Kevin Costner. He would put his arms down and then like, flip off of it. He does that. And it breaks, and his, breaks arm his arm every single time he's done it. So never, he's never persistent. Never you got to give him that. He's persistent. He's just a fun-loving guy, you know? Matt brings up a very <laughs> interesting and weird thing when you're like, Daryl's 36. Mm -hmm. Like, like there's only three years older than me. I'm 33 going you know on how 34. how accomplished he is. So, <laughs> but it's weird. Like, well, I don't think about how old the dads are, right? Like they any, just are dad age. It's just there's just yeah. dad age. Any dad, it's like any dad is twenty years older than me. Yeah, yeah. right. It yeah. Doesn't matter, right? Yeah. But it's weird to think of like, yeah, Henry's probably like only like a couple years older than me, which is very. Yeah. I'm like, he's just a man. He's just a yeah. 38 year old man. Like this is very upsetting. You have lots of me. friends who are dads. Including one in here. Yeah, but like, <laughs> but like, but oh wow. Yeah, right. Oh my god! And the second you had a kid, you immediately looked twenty years older than me. <laughs> they walk among us. They walk among us. I feel weird. I know what you mean. I feel the same way about the characters on Seinfeld. I've accepted that I'm older than the people in Friends, but as far as I'm concerned, like I watched Seinfeld when I was in middle school, so they will always be like, how much older they were than me in middle school when I saw the show. Uh, hey everyone, you might be wondering who's this voice you're listening to. I'm Will Campos, and I play Henry Oak. Birkenstock rocking, crunchy, munchy, granola, druid, hippie, nature, druid dad <laughs> uh, on this podcast, Dungeons and Daddies. Um, fun fact about Will is that every time I go to do Henry's little run of crunchy, munchy, whatever, I forget it. <laughs> I don't know how. Year, I, Will. I think I say it different every single time. It's like, really it's just good, a though. I, word no, salad. It, like, yeah, no, the word salad, um, it's tossed nicely. Like, oh. I, I, every time I really buy it. Tossed word salad and scrambled eggs. All right. <laughs>
Um, Frasier will be older than everyone forever. Yes. yes. Uh, Frasier is daddy. <laughs> and Niles is can daddy. We, can we please come up with a Frasier one shot and we can all play oh, Frasier? There's definitely a, a, an RPG system called Toss Out and Scrambled Eggs. Wait, really? Yeah. I'm not joking. Yeah. Yeah. I would play Eddie. Mandatory. It's just the Frasier verse and we're all different like multiverse incarnations of Frasier. I could probably off the dome be like each one of you who you are in Frasier. Do right it right now. now. Yeah, right now. Anthony, Roz, Nat. That's just Damn a no brainer. Yeah. Fucking uh, great. Freddie is um Freddie yeah, is see? I'm unclassifiable. Freddie's Martin. He's got like yeah, a Martin energy Martin. for yeah. sure. Freddie's not Martin. Freddie's got that grumpy Martin energy. Yeah. I don't know what this means. Freddie's Martin having a bad day. Matt is the Frasier of the podcast. I hate to admit it. I'm the Niles because I'm the more exaggerated, <laughs> annoying version of Matt. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> I was gonna be like, Beth is Eddie. Like I she's am. The, the fan favorite. I think I'm more fan mail than anyone else on Frasier. <laughs> and I and, and it made Frasier very upset. <laughs> oh, I lied. It's actually called Boss Dragons and Scrambled Eggs. Yeah. <laughs> the Frasier RPG. Literally, the first sentence of the rules is, oh, baby, I hear adventure calling. <laughs> that is extremely good. I'm very upset. Um, Henry's dad fact this week is that everything Henry cooks is a la Henry. <laughs> like whenever oh, he makes no. it it's yeah. like hey here's mac and cheese a la henry oh. does he do like a henry a la henry if it's french if he does he would never make escargot yeah, but if french. he if he makes he has like a vegan escargot that's like i don't know what's like it's like tempeh with but like you know at a certain point it's just like isn't that just like tofu with a shitload of butter it's tofu yeah. no with margarine because it's not butter either. oh you're it's right vegan. shit and it, it's, so es- it's just wet escargot tofu. a la henry <laughs> But um, so just wet tofu wet with tofu seashells. With a, wet, wet tofu that looks like a snail sounds appetizing. Wet tofu that looks like a snail. Uh, if he's making something that already has an ala in it, there can go a couple different ways. Like if he was going to mm. make vegan chicken ala king, it'd be vegan chicken ala king ala Henry. Ugh. But if he was making apple pie ala mode and he made the apple pie, it'd be apple pie ala Henry ala mode. Unless right, I'm done. he done. also made Fuck the ice this. cream, <laughs> in which case it would be apple pie a la Henry, a la mode, a la Henry. Oh. And because wow. Henry made it, it's a la a lot of germs because he never washed his fucking hands. Yeah, I have stated canonically. <laughs> how dare you, sir? I have stated canonically on this podcast that Henry Oak washes his hands before he cooks food. It's one of the seven times he washes his hands. <laughs> I yield the remainder of my time. <laughs> Thank you. We're doing a roll call here. Hi, my name is Beth May, and I play Ron Stampler, emotionally detached stepfather and rogue. Fun fact about Ron this week is that, like many dads, actually, Ron's uh, signature, his legal signature, looks absolutely nothing the fuck like his actual name. (laughs) 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 It just may be like an R that could be a K, and then a couple of... um, like hard squiggles. A couple of hard squiggles. Hard heart monitor squiggles. And that's his signature. How hard is Ron's signature to forge? Like, Oh, it's it, extremely easy. I, I really? Feel, no, I feel like, if anything, Ron forges his signature off of Terry's. <laughs> like, like, like Terry Jr. is so good at forging Ron's signature that that's how Ron learned it's how like to do it. like when Ron it. signs a permission slip, the yeah. teacher's like, you didn't sign this. And he's like, oh, shit, I got to get Terry to sign my signature so yeah, it looks more it, like my previously, signature. Previously, I think he just wrote the word Ron, and that was it. But, um, yeah. Uh, hi, I'm Anthony Birch. I'm your dad. Hi. Hi, Anthony. Uh, Sorry, who are you again? I'm your dad. I'm your oh, father. I'm mad at dad today. Why are you uh, mad at dad? dad? He took away one of our favorite toys. 
Oh, scam likely. Scam yeah. likely. Yeah, that's grown up, baby. <laughs> you enjoy a thing for a while, and then life just takes it from you. You got to deal with the Not void. Happy. Your new toy is the scam likely shaped hole in your heart. <laughs> Anthony's like gritty God of War dad. Yeah, you know he's gonna like make us kill a deer in front of him. You <laughs> <Yeah>. know, <laughs> it's life, boy. Pretty much. Yeah. Welcome to our, our fun Dungeons Dragons <laughs> podcast, where if I see you like somebody too much, I will get rid of them. So to summarize what you were all doing last time, you were basically on the march to Castle Ravenloft. So you basically saw that it's, you know, uh, connected to this mountain range surrounding it by one little land bridge. And otherwise, it's sort of this island in the center of this massive canyon of mountain ranges and stuff. And so you convinced Scam Likely to go in and get the Orb of Dragon kind. So how the fuck did they not call it a Dragon Ball? Infuriating. Because uh, <laughs> then you want to find six more. And uh, bring Scam Likely back to life. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. How do we extend That's the life? That's how we extend the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, we got to bring Scam back to life. Yeah. We're going to have to go to the seven continents of the Forgotten Realms and get a dragon ball. Before you go into the castle. Like, the just, castle. Leave, just walk away from the castle with all the mercenaries. I don't know. I want to meet Mark Likely. Yeah. Is he Mark Likely? I guess he's his brother, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you sent Scam Likely in to negotiate for the Orb of Dragonkind, or to scam the Orb of Dragonkind. He went in, managed to successfully scam it out of their hands, but on his way out, they realized that he was tricking them. He tried to escape on the back of the gold dragon that defends Castle Ravenloft, and as he began to fly away, a beam of purple energy shot out from the tallest tower in the castle, hit him straight through the head, and he fall he falled down, I almost said. He, he fall down. down. Professional he, writer. He fall down. He <laughs> fall down, comma, went boom, comma. Um, dead now. Dead now, question mark? Um, what? No, he's, no, he's dead. Oh. Uh, <laughs> The problem is, a character named Scam Likely, I'll never be able to actually conclusively prove that he's dead. That's the greatest scam of all. Yeah. But it sure seems like he died. Yeah, because imagine if Tupac's name was like, (laughs) never die. Never die. (laughs) My name is when you least expect it. Yeah, my name is Death Faker. It's like, well, (laughs) shit. My rap name's Death Faker. Do you think he died in that car crash? Actually, you know, it's funny. His name. Um, The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was calling me three times a day and me never answering. (laughs) Basically, where you're at right now is you just saw Scam Likely die. The golden dragon he was riding is sort of uh, just flapping its wings. They're kind of unsure what to do because the person who's holding his control orb just died. So that control is... So it's like the controller's unplugged. Yeah, exactly. And it's sort of waiting. It's sort of everything's just sort of uh, on an animation that's looping. Also, you saw through the DJI drone that there is yet a, another sponsorship that we just gave away just for to free. The wind. <laughs> just free to the wind. Uh, to you DJI, see, you know my Twitter. I'm instantly piloting that drone straight up to where the laser bolt came from. Great. Ooh. Okay, I like that. And I'm like, I'm like shaking. I'm just like, I still can't believe Scam died. Like, no, we got no, to see, see what shot him. We got to see what shot you don't him. You don't want to be shaking with the drone because it's real. It's fidgety, really fragile. You know it, I mean? it is. It's moving like weird, like loopy loops as <laughs> getting there. But also, I'm like trying to avoid. You it can see like Daryl's rage and sorrow in the yeah. shaky arc of the DJI <laughs> the quadcopter as it rises in the air. You see in the tallest parapet, I guess, of uh, the castle. The same image that you saw briefly when Scam Likely turned around and showed you the image that was being displayed by the projector in the foyer. You see the three people in purple robes, and then behind a sort of blue magical barrier, you see your children. And the tallest of the purple robes is holding his hand uh, outstretched, and purple smoke is coming from it. Wait, so is he... Oh, so he's that. This is not an image. This is like we're seeing. This is where they're recording themselves from. As far as you can tell, that is that is that. That's them. Okay, it's not on the screen or something. Yeah, I mean, basically, yeah. You would be also be able to see the webcam. Essentially, there's okay, a, there's, there's a, a webcam. webcam on one end. Wait, wait, of the, is there a webcam? It's literally a webcam. Wait, what? 
It's guys, a there's webcam? Guys, the, guys, the guys, the purple world dudes are up there with a webcam and our children. They've got tech? <laughs> they got magic? That is the most threatening <laughs> sentence I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> that is the rowdiest, most horrible sentence anybody's ever said on this podcast. Cut it out. <laughs> Wait, what did I say? No, no, it's not your fault. You yeah. just said the purple guys are up there with our kids in a webcam. Yeah, yeah well, you put them there, Anthony. <laughs> I'm just describing what I saw. <laughs> Wait, can we just look closer at this magical barrier, this blue thing? Is there anything specific about it? What are the kids doing back there? Like, I'm, yeah. Uh, so the kids are uh, sitting, looking alternately bored and like kind of scared, depending on the child. Like, I think Lark and Sparrow are probably. Uh, uh, which one's the Love Wolf? The Love Wolf one is like scared. <laughs> the crazy one is like bouncing in his seat, essentially. Mm. Grant is just looking into the middle distance because his soul is dead. Terry Jr. <laughs> Terry Jr. is just very depressed looking, and uh, uh, Nick Close is kind of like bored and trying to crane his head around and see what the dude just did, and and uh, the purple guy just shot at and all that kind of stuff. Can I see? Does Grant have the orb with him? So when he got abducted by the purple robes, you gave him the orb and told him to hide it, right? Yes. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll sleight of hand on him, and if he can beat the purple robes, then retroactively we'll say that he managed to hide it from them permanently. Hot dice. But we wouldn't know. Correct. You wouldn't know, but I will know. Yes. Okay. Oh. Uh, because if he did hide it from them, you wouldn't be able to see it because he'd be hiding it. Yeah, that's true. I was thinking maybe he's like bouncing around, like, you know, like, <laughs> like he's fucking great escape. Like he's Steve like McQueen great in the Great style. Escape, just like throwing it at the fucking ground. He's doing contact juggling with it. <laughs> he's like, this is my contact juggling orb, and you guys can't take it away from me. And like, how does, forsooth, look how it appears to float in the air. So I know if they found it or not. Okay. So we don't. Okay. Well, I said what I said to everybody else. That's what I'm seeing, everybody. Oh, 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 mm. guys, we're in a gym jam here. I just, it just hit me that not only did we lose Scam Likely, we also lost the badass commander of the mercenary army. <laughs> Oh, is shit, is right. also dead. As far as the mercenaries are concerned, they saw their leader from behind walk into this thing, attempt to ride a dragon, and die. Well, they also saw him rip off his mustache and do a really weird voice. They're like, did he go insane? <laughs> yeah. Anthony, I want to do a vibe check on the mercenaries. How are they doing? Okay, roll uh, perception. Roll vibe check. I mean, they better be good because they're professional. I got a natural one on that. Oh, could be anything. Guys, I can tell you what the vibe is. Um, Hello, Mr. Mustache. Get with that. Okay, well, I guess I have to be the leader of the mercenaries now, huh? And then also, like, sort of the scam master. The he- scam heavy, heavy weighs the mustache. <laughs> it does. It does weigh heavy. Um, So I'm going to say, <clears throat> your vibe is good, everybody. Good vibes. Thank you. Why don't you roll persuasion? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's an advantage roll, certainly, sure. with the mustache. Oh, true. <laughs> I got a 15, and with the plus zero for persuasion, that means a 15 total. <laughs> All right. Uh, that, I, I feel like that'll do it. So they've just accepted Ron as their new commander because of his alpha mustache. Yeah, <laughs> I just feel like the you, vibe probably, check. you probably said that stuff. You told them what the answer to their own vibe check is, and then the mustache probably, like, the mustache like saluted like it was saying goodbye to Scam Likely. Like the tendril of the mustache just like like to the center of it. So it looks like it's saluting. Scam Likely is passing. Yeah. And the bad dogs around you sort of see that and they do the same thing and they salute Scam Likely. Or I guess to them, Benedict Cabbage Patch, but crazy and with no mustache. Um, and they look to you and they say, what do we do, sir? Well, really quickly, I just want to re-canonically, uh, canonically, um, I just want to canonically reestablish that what Ron looks like right now is a man with a double mustache that's kind of like 
Merkley brown and black with no pants but only boxers that say cool guy on them. <laughs> it's kind of like the beginning of Breaking Bad. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, he's only got hair on one leg. Um, <laughs> Just like Breaking Bad. And a huge dick. <laughs> um, no, that's fine. That's It's okay. He doesn't have to have a huge um, But he does. But he, doesn't he, have he does. He doesn't have to, but he sure yeah. does. Yeah, that was a gift from God, not a requirement. Um, okay, so... Um, um, okay. Bad, bad dogs. Um, first things first. Um, sit, stay. Good dogs. Okay. Um, guys, hey, guys. Um, so, like, what's up, Ron? Hi. Are you talking to us or the bad dogs? Right I'm now? sorry. No, I'm talking to you. I, I, I'm talking to you. I mean, the dad, you, like, the dog, not. Okay. No. Yeah. What's up? Okay. It seems like you've really commanded the respect of these bad dogs. I really have, but the the whole like commanding respect versus commanding an army thing, that's where I'm experiencing some difficulty. Mm-hmm. I and bet I'm, you it's not that different. Okay. Um First of all, I just want to say, Ron, the first person you have to command respect from is yourself. So, <laughs> you know, I want you to know that we respect you and you should respect you too. Wow. And you know, I you can't you gotta you gotta start from within, you know? So I just wanted to put that out there, you know, just you know, as a as a thing. Maybe you could make like a battlefield promotion and we could see like there I'm sure you had a number two that, you know Peyton is immediately like mm, somebody, somebody say promotion, somebody say number two. <laughs> Hello. Um I could be your second in command. Yeah, um let's see. I guess uh Daryl, Glenn, Henry, and Peyton, you guys are all promoted to General cur- Colonel. Yes, yes, yes. I walk over straight to Pay and I go, not you, little buddy. What? Remember, yeah, you remember what you did to Glenn? I was already punished for that, I believe. You <laughs> took the knife. That is a separate occasion. It's a new day, baby. Guys, now, whole, that, yeah, now hey, that I have... Great, and you're talking to a general colonel. Thank you. <laughs> and I just want to be clear. I, You know, he did slash up my Achilles tendon, but he is right. Double jeopardy. If we start doing that, then who knows what shambles of a legal system we'll have left. Well, guys, now that we're like, you're really the head of the crew, so to speak... I actually have an idea. Let's hear it. So we've been able to communicate with these hooded fellas when we were asleep, and they couldn't do anything really to hurt us when we were asleep. I was wondering if, like, if we fall asleep right now, and then we, you know, we get the bad dogs to be watchdogs, and then while we're asleep, maybe we use that gun to, like, compel them to say something that lets us know what they're after besides our kids or... Um, so, Ron, you're saying like a real Nightmare on Elm Street 3 real, dream warrior. I mean, yeah. Do we bring the gun into... Can you bring the gun into the dream? Well, I And mean, also, they could just kick us out of the dream. They did do that one time. I was going to say we could at the very least, like, again, just in case everybody... Like, we, I, the, the kids are in that tower, and they shot a sniper bolt or something at us. We could also, like... Write a note on the drone and fly it up to the window and be like, yo, so, fucking give us the kids. You up? Yeah, you up. You like, up? talk to them. What um, would you do if I was here right now? Picks, <laughs> <laughs> please. Um, yeah, that's no. a good idea. Bring, 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 bring the drone back. Boom. All right, so the drone goes back to you. All right, give me a pen. So what, we'll what, yeah, what is the note you were going to write on this drone? Should we tell them we have a whole army outside and we want our kids back? No trouble. And then, and then also, you can talk. Because we can hear them, but they just can't oh, yeah, hear yeah. us. Yeah, they, they can talk to the drone. Okay. Oh, they can talk to the drone? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. The drone's got, uh, All right, audio, we, so we we've got to be really snappy about the language here so that we can just sort of convince them, but also it's not too much of a challenge to read. So uh, let me get the little post-it note here okay, or something. Okay, here you go, Ron. Or actually, I'll, I'll attach one of my business cards to it. So I'm going to write, you up, talk to drone, 
bitch. <laughs> um, what else was were we going? Uh, we want we, we want our kids back. Oh, kids back. We got with an extra army. K. Big big army. Smiley face. Smiley face with tongue out. Uh, eggplant emoji. <laughs> <laughs> so you drew an eggplant emoji. Yeah. The drone just flies up to the window, and you see the shortest of the three purple robes go like, "Oh shit, <clears throat> they got a phantom." <laughs> and, he, and, and, he, uh, and Nick is in the back being like, ah, oh, my dad's here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nick, Nick's, like, Nick's like, my dad. It's, it's literally the scene from Die Hard was like, only my dad can make somebody that irritate. <laughs> <laughs> What's he doing? His job. <laughs> um, now I have a DJI fan. <laughs> so the shortest one comes up to your drone and like takes the, the note and you can hear the mumbling. Uh, eggplant emoji. Uh, it reaches into its cloak and pulls out a stone. It licks the stone, sticks it on top of the drone, and then like does a like go back kind of motion, like a pushing away with the hands really kind of motion. Can we not see under this hood with the drone? Yeah, no, you can't. It's magical. <laughs> it's a magic hood. It's a magical dark robe. He really pulls uh, it so there's like a rock attached to it. No, now? it's like a hoodie. He's like pulling this, you know, pulling the. Yeah, so we can see his tiny little nose poking. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like Kenny from South Park. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he attached a rock to it and is now beckoning the drone essentially to go away. Guys, this could be a trap. Maybe he puts yeah, some kind of dangerous. bomb on it. He did, they don't want to kill us. This That's whole true. thing's been about they were like, you know, I'm pretty sure. Hey, Doug. They're from our go and go and yeah. receive the drone in that empty field over there behind us. God, I'll, right. I'll do the orders. Thank you very much. Oh, okay, uh, Glenn. sure. Oh, Sorry, um, General Colonel. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, Doug, just do what Glenn said. Please. <laughs> all right, all right. I fly the drone. Please. I fly the drone over and and land it kind of like a hundred feet from all of us, <laughs> so I can go get the. <laughs> we really gonna make Henry's like Doug. Stay right there. This is absurd. Henry goes up to the drone. Okay. So Doug's like, well, I mean, I need the credit. All right. All right. You're still going to get course credit. Don't worry about it. Doug, I'm disappointed in <laughs> you. He made, he made Henry go do that. I wanted, I wanted to do it. But you're just going to investigate this. So basically, yes. the, the rock is on there. So uh, why don't you roll Arcana? Arcana. Right when he's about to pick it up, I like, boom, I start the drone and move it away from him a little bit. Very funny, Daryl. It's hilarious. Hey, careful, man. Those things can cut you real bad. Arcana. Can they really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do not I on the drone. An eleven Arcana. Okay, that's enough. So it is a speaking stone, which is basically a fantasy walkie-talkie. Oh. Hey, you know it's funny because we were talking about sending a walkie-talkie, but <laughs> they just true. sent a walkie-talkie instead. It's great. All right, I pick it up and I say hello. I wait, wait, no, I say yellow. <laughs> <laughs> so you hear one of the purple robes go, Henry. Hey, this is you got Henry. Who's this? This is uh, the author of all your pain. It's Blofeld? Shit. <laughs> I should come up with something that's not from Spectre. Uh, it's, it's, it's hard, I know. Yeah. Spectre's su- it's su- such what a, a classic. Yeah. <laughs> what a classic. Uh, it's, it's, it's me. It's one of the guys with the purple robes. Oh, hey, yeah. So, I am your sons. Hey, well, we've got a big army out here. So what we were thinking is, let's just give us our sons back, and we won't have to invade your castle. We just disabled your big dragon. Unfortunately, our good friend Scam likely, you know, fell to what appears to be his death, question mark. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? He could come back at some point. But uh, it seems like this dragon was kind of your big centerpiece, and he doesn't seem to be doing that much right now. So why don't you just give us our kids back, and we can pretend this whole thing never happened, and we can all call it a day. Henry, Henry, Henry. The dragon is not to protect us. The dragon is to dissuade, attack. We don't need a dragon to protect us, trust me. But I'm glad you're here, because... All we really wanted to do was talk. 
ideally face to face, but this can do, especially if you want to bring the drone back. We well, can come face to face. Why don't you guys come out here? Yeah, and come out there. Face to face. No, you can. You can come to us. Uh, you could come to us too. Yeah, though. but we came all this way over here. We've come farther to you. Yeah. We were in a completely different realm. So, like you know, I just want to say, like, so, so what's a, what's a couple more steps? Okay, uh, can we get, can we split the difference between I don't know Los Feliz and Inglewood <laughs> and just say that we can meet in downtown or mid city? <laughs> God. Why don't you uh, actually roll persuasion? Because the idea of both of you meeting at a sort of center point is not terrible. And you have a really cool and dramatic bridge. In downtown LA. In downtown, downtown LA. That's another 15 plus persuasion of zero, which means 15. All right. 15 was what it was going to take. The rope says, okay, so we could go to the center of that bridge and talk it out. Uh, yeah, center of the bridge, huh? Wait, wait, uh, hold on one second. And then I like cover the rock thinking that that's going to do anything. I'm like, <laughs> sure. What, what do you guys think? Should we meet them up in the center? It seems better than meeting them in the castle, right? Well, yeah, like, it's definitely better than the castle. The only thing I'm scared of is Aaron said something about the more we know. Like, now I'm kind of worried that they said that all they want to do is talk. Because, like, oh. whatever, the bad guys, whatever the bad guys want to do is usually bad. And, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Aaron, as you know. I think she cheated us, if I were to be frank. But she did warn us and said the more we know, the worse it would be. So I'm just like, what if one of us is listening? Uh, hey, uh, uh, we're, we're going to get right back to you. Okay, bye. How do I turn this off? Uh, you, you don't. It just... It just always speaks? No, no, that doesn't make any sense. That would be useless as, a, as an item. Yeah, you just you just think that you don't want it to be on anymore, and then okay, it's not on Okay, well, anymore. uh, yeah, okay, I'm going to do that, and we'll call you right back. All right, Amy. I quickly, like, dig a hole in the ground, and I shove it in there and put dirt on good top call, of good it. Good call, good <laughs> nice. call. Okay. Or, alternately, we give to Doug and just, Doug, just blow on this. <laughs> <laughs> You can hear what they're saying. We could do like two of us talk and then two of us sneak. Do you know what I mean? Like, to save the kid. Well, we do the have, if, we if, have if the Grant... Dimidome sword and we could fashion together a zip line and two people could go zip into the castle. We could try to check if Grant has the orb. How are we? How will we do that? Well, we could fly the drone up there and have him like, you know, the drone says, like, do you have the orb? And he sees the drone, he can nod or. Shake his head. Ooh. Oh, and you could do that while we're distracting them by talking. Because the only thing I'm concerned about is if they did find it, if I was them and I found the orb, I'd like throw it in like a chasm <laughs> or like in lava. So oh, then I have an idea. Here's an idea as well. Doug could pilot the drone there while Doug we could pi- meet them. Doug could pilot the drone and, you know, Peyton could help. They could, you know, that could be like an intern task that they work on together. Yeah, you know? I, think they I feel know- like they need more teamwork. Um, but I was going to say... Guys, I don't want Peyton with Doug. Peyton's already seems to be going through some things, and he did... Slash, are we all just thinking he slashed Glenn and Doug yeah, murdered a man? Point. I've really lost track of what is and isn't acceptable for children to do in this world. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. You know, what he did was wrong. That's all I'm saying. Peyton, you heard me. What you did was wrong. I, I wasn't actually going to, like, injure, injure him. You did just, injure him. It gave him a little spook. A little fun spook. And you know what? He didn't hiccup anymore. I'm basically a doctor. <laughs> I'm what passes for a doctor in this world. <laughs> I'm going to bring this back on subject yes, for a yes. second. What we could also do, hear me out. What if we go talk to them? But like in a little story called The Odyssey, wherein Odysseus and his men did not want to hear what the sirens had to say, we could plug our ears and pretend that we know what they're saying. If just to keep them dads out there are good enough. at is pretending they're listening. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yes, dear. Yes, dear. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Ron puts the, the <laughs> Walkman on. <laughs> oh, that's right. Ron's got a Walkman. Ron's got a Walkman. I've got my AirPods. 
we could just plug our ears up, and then my thought is we just pretend like we're listening to what they're saying. And meanwhile, you're figuring out if Grant's got that thing. Well, Doug will do because I think if Doug, yes, if they see you flying a drone, they're yeah, gonna be I think like, if What's all of us aren't on the bridge, they're gonna wonder so why we all have of us our aren't on the stone in the car. We'll write a note to Doug that says like, "Hey, Grant, like if you have the stone." Use, use it. it. Give them instructions on how to use it. Yes. And say, everyone hold on to the stone and then. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, this seems like half well, so a now, plan. Now, hold on. Hold on. Now, hold on. If it doesn't work, what then? Because oh, there's, good a, call. there's good a chance call. that good they've call. discovered. Then what we'll do is just whatever we say, we go, mm-hmm, we totally hear you. We totally understand. We're going to go back and talk about it more. We got to we gotta ask our wives. <laughs> we got to ask our wives. We got to ask our wives. <laughs> yeah, gotta ask I got to ask the old ball and chip. Well, I'm not going to say that about Mercedes or Garcia, but like, you know, we got we to gotta check. Like, it's a partnership. You yeah, that's my beautiful, beautiful ball and chip. I, I have to, yes, you know. So um, and here's, here's what it'll be. If it's a no, the drone flies out. And like we can see it, they'll make a signal with the drone, so mm-hmm. we'll know that they don't have it. That'll be our cue to be like, we got to regroup. Or we can do, hey, Peyton. Yeah, what's up? So I'm still disappointed in you slashing him. But but here's a job. <laughs> I did the thing. Here's a job for you, we buddy. We do it. You, you were hearing about what we're going to talk about, how what, the drone you're going to send up, of right? Of course, I was eavesdropping. Yes, of yeah, course. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> I know you were. So if it's a yes, if it's a yes, the kids can just honk the horn in the van because that's where the thing is. If it's yes, they're going to teleport out of there. Okay. And if it's a no, if it's a no, Peyton goes. I made a boom boom in my pants. <laughs> I am not under no circumstance. <laughs> I am dead. Payton, if you'll you give us say your... that though, we've got an out. That's my... Although, how are we going to hear Payton if our ears? No, are he's just going to scream. Give me what's your best animal impression? Quack. <laughs> <laughs> that as loud as you can. Okay. What what is, that, I, it doesn't I, get very loud. What's That's the about loudest loud. animal impression you can do? The loudest animal impression. Can anybody in this army just do a call or a signal? So that means no. <laughs> as loud as they I can. They all start barking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just just if, a, if it's a no, we'll hear barking from over the hills. Nobody will be suspicious. But it'll be like an animal bark. Our ears plugged. Oh, oh shit. That's my only problem with this plan. Henry, that's why you're here, man. I would have just been. I would just been there on the bridge. Be like, "Where's the signal?" <laughs> Ron, what do you think? I agree with this plan because I invented it, and I'm your commander. <laughs> and um, I'm that's actually a, that's a fucking leader. <laughs> I'm actually going to um bring my skip it weapon with me, um, just in case things go sour. Yeah, I'm bringing my weapons, obviously. In a, another Odyssey-adjacent sort of move, we could make a giant horse, <laughs> and then they could all the dogs could be in the horse, and then we're like, here's a horse, and they're like, oh, I'm going to look inside this horse, and then that's how we get them. Ron, that's actually a pretty good idea. If the conversation seems like it's going poorly, say that we do have a big ceremonial wooden horse for them. Yeah. At the very least, it's just like a, a starting point for the negotiation. Just like a thank you from us to them. That's like a good backup plan for sure. Who knows? Absolutely. Also, like if they know, because here's the thing: they have a webcam. So, like, also their response to that, if they say like that sounds cool. It's like okay, they're forgotten Romans, but they're like, hey, that's the Trojan horse. They're like, they're from our world, right? Interesting point. That's yeah, true. Yeah, they, yeah. If they if, know what it if is. Somebody sounds off in the comments, like, yo, that's the that's a reference from um, Gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part of Gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we do this? Explain this whole plan to me again, beat by beat. It's a simple plan, Anthony. <laughs> yeah. You so, dumb fuck. <laughs> let me just see if I've got this straight, gentlemen. The plan is to drink till the pain's over, but what's... <laughs> Sorry. Um... <laughs> The plan is we go up to talk to them. Meanwhile, Doug is flying a drone up to the tower to see if 
what's your son's name again? Grant. Grant, right. Grant. I knew that. Yeah, Grant. Grant. Uh, Classic dad move for getting your Grant, kids' friends' if, names. If Daryl Jr. has the teleportation orb. And meanwhile, we're distracting the the robe guys, and we've got our ears plugged in case they have magic juju they want to run us by talking to us and making us learn more about them. Because as our good friend Aaron O'Neill pointed out, that could be a thing that they try to do. While that's going on, we're finding out the situation with the teleportation orb. If the teleportation orb is there, they're going to beam back to the van. If it's not, the drone does a loop-de-loop, and we know it's time to get out of there. We say whatever's going on. Look, we're going to need to talk to our wives first, you know, which is kind of my move when I'm car shopping, you know? <laughs> and then they go, or uh-oh. At a, or at a timeshare presentation. Timeshare, I got to talk to the missus first. So we're going to say that to them and then just piece back to the van. I just want to clarify that for me, it's not our good friend, Aaron O'Neill. It's our partner who uh, was very rude and uh, frankly, I'm not a big fan of. Nobody holds just, a grudge like you know, Daryl. I'm just making sure. Just Darryl, make sure we I'm just going to put this out there and I'm not accusing you of anything, but I just want to say if Aaron O'Neill was a man... Would you th- be calling her like assertive and like, you know, a hard bargainer? I think if Aaron O'Neill was a man, you wouldn't have given half of our money for no reason. I think somebody was feeling a little bit patronizing. That's all I I'm don't say. Well, I, that's neither here nor Throw there. Throw him back. Throw um, him back. <laughs> like, get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. Uh, um, Doug, do you think you can handle this drone? Uh, I mean, I guess I'll find out pretty quick, huh? How good are you at? I've I've never I literally have this never thing seen you've anything never like done this before. before in my life. Doug, yeah. get some practice laps okay, in Okay, so he's going he's gonna to yeah, roll we'll practice with it. Oh wow! Okay, actually did okay on that this one. Just natural? No, it was a, yeah, it was a seventeen. So apparently he's like okay, so he didn't crash it. Basically, if he got less than fifteen, I was gonna say he crashed it. Um, <laughs> but no, he didn't crash it. So he's gonna roll again. Basically, every time he succeeds at one of these rolls, he's gonna get a plus one to his actual like for the for, for the doing roll. it on the night. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Look uh, at Anthony coming up with these mechanics off the seven, as, as Doug's practicing. Go. Another thing to point out, dads, is should one of us listen? Oh, hmm. What if we brought Payton to what be if our we interpreter? Then we would have to listen. Oh, Peyton may not be bad. Don't want to use I don't know. Time. I don't feel like I want to know. I want to trust, but if Payton somebody Payton could is listen, immediately like, put me, put me a coach. If put somebody could listen to it and could help us just let us know if we should know what was said or not. That requires someone with some like verbal skills, you know? It's your boy. It's your boy. Me, Peyton. Peyton, smartest guy you know. I talk all the time. <laughs> if we, okay, but like, I'm kind of like, if Peyton knows, is that going to make them more powerful? Do you know what I mean? I can't budge I would. Well, it's a matter of how seriously we take whatever he says. That's true. And That's so, true. Um, as a commander, I say, uh, Peyton, is this something you'd be interested in doing, is listening and then knowing what they say for realsies? Peyton salutes you. He goes, put me in coach. I'm a great listener. I'm a great communicator. You all know that. We don't need you to be good at communicating. That's one of the, the worst skills a leader could have. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, yeah, if you just know, if you're good at knowing, then we'll be good at not knowing. So what I'll do is, if it feels like they're saying something important, I'll, like, pull my ears to, like, say, like, hey, I'll clog your ears, listen to what they're saying. And if what they're saying seems like it's scary and it might be bad, I'll I'll just sort of shake my head, like, really, really, really hard and be like, no, don't listen. (laughs) Maybe I'll point the opposite direction. (laughs) I don't know about this one, guys. Well, you want me to do something more subtle? I can do something more subtle. I think it's not. I'll, I'll, I'll scratch my nose. 
Scratching your nose is good. Scratching your nose, scratch your nose if you think it's something we shouldn't listen to. Yes. That I'll means scratch my nose because it smells don't fishy. Don't nose. Like, yes. I don't nose if you but should listen to But it's also just this. when we're done, he can just brief us on what was said, whether or not if, we yes, should know Yes, that's it. true. Yeah. He doesn't even have, we don't have to change listening or not yeah, listening. Yeah, but I mean, I will be summarizing versus saying you hearing it from the horse's mouth. Yeah. That's what? right. The other part of our plan was if things go awry, we say that we have a wooden horse to offer. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, right, yeah, okay. Peyton, if you think that we need to bring out the horse guns, so to speak. <laughs> um, you have a horse gun? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, don't we. Do not. That's um, Ron's slang for yeah. his fucking rig. Maybe just do a quick little gallop motion with your front two paws. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can do that. No problem. Hands, with your I paws. Mean. Yeah, you might my hands. Yeah. So you want me to gallop with my hands? Yeah, just a quick little gallop. There you go. <laughs> yep. Um that's do that again once more for the podcast audience here. So so I'm I'm putting my hands out in no, front of me like a motion. T-Rex. Oh, just the motion? Yeah, that'll go well. Just wow. like that. That's um, great. It's like, a, it's like you're a T-Rex who's trying to swat a fly. My role in talking to the robed figures while we are on the bridge is I'm going to respond with dialogue that make it seem like I am listening mm-hmm. and responding to what they're saying, but actually I am just listening to the walk. Non-committal, yeah. Exactly. Yes. 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 Uh, so, Doug asked, are you setting me up with the drone? Is the drone going to have a, a message on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're oh, going to yeah, write yeah, the yeah, message yeah. instructing the kids how to use this stone if they have it. Okay, okay, cool. All right. So, Peyton's going to be with you. Yes. Doug is going to be using a drone. So, I rolled three times for him at all times. He got under 15, so he's just going to have a straight up or down D20 roll. Gentlemen, before we go in, I want to do a dad huddle. Bring it in. All right, dad huddle. Okay. Hey, guys, I just wanted to say, this could be our last dad huddle for a while. Like, this is it. This is the end zone. Do you know what I mean? To put it in terms that Daryl might understand. Hell yeah. Uh, I hold her way tighter. I just want to let you all know, whatever happens in there, whatever goes on from this point forward, it's been an honor getting to know each and every one of you as dads. Same, buddy. Same, I feel the same way. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Payne, you're in this one. Of course I'm in this one. I think we do a hands in the middle doodlers. Doodlers. Okay. Three, two, one. Doodlers. (laughs) You sneezed on my hand. All right, I pick up the rock. Robe, gentlemen. Yeah. Robes, uh, we're ready. We're we're ready to talk. All right, we will meet you on the bridge leading to Castle Ravenloft. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Pretty Litter. It's springtime. Get your dick up. Oh, sorry. That's oh, what? Nope, not this. No. Sorry. Sorry, we've got so many ads. Pretty, right. litter, is... pretty litter is delivered in discreet packages. <laughs> discreet <laughs> packaging. <laughs> and it smells nice. Rather, it smells like nothing because it traps odor with its powerful crystal matrix. It's ultra-absorbent, lightweight, low-dust. One six-pound bag works right for the month. It's a kitty litter. And this crystal matrix allows 
for changes in color in case your cat has potential illnesses. And Take unfortunately, the red pill. No one can be told what the crystal yes. matrix is. You have yeah. to piss on it to find out. <laughs> like urinary tract infections, kidney issues, basically anything that goes through the pee hole, it can detect it. See that cat dressed in red? <laughs> <laughs> that's mine. Look, at Look again. Uh, Pretty Litter also ships free. You think that's piss you're breathing? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. Don't have that big, huge kitty litter bags all over the place. Have to my cat's those. just been taking a dump in the desert of the real. Ah! <laughs> I don't want <laughs> Sorry, too many good Matrix things. One time my cat um, peed and it was like telling the litter box, like, dodge this. I hate this litter box. One time it's the like... smell. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes! I just like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty Litter yep. is amazing. You have to try it. it. Gives me peace of mind for my cat's yeah. health, especially when it comes to piss-related health issues. And it's also a great kitty litter, too. Go to prettylitter.com slash daddies. Yeah. That's prettylitter.com slash daddies to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash daddies. Yeah, it's not <gasps> bad. Yeah. Well, yeah, last time I got Pretty Litter in the mail from them, I got a little cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Blue Nile. Find I'm tired jewelry. of living in a state of denial. I gotta get engaged. <laughs> it's time to get married, everybody. Yeah. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a gift. It's probably pretty good, one would hope. And you get to see the look on their face when they open it. The hard part, finding the right piece. Yeah, there's nothing stopping you from buying the ring you want now while you're waiting to find the man that you need. Later, later, right? Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. absolutely what I should be doing. <laughs> yeah, just buy the ring you want now. Figure out yeah. how to get the perfect piece at the best price, Beth. BlueNile.com. Thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly Wish I could below find thousands retail. of independently graded men. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Peace oh, of mind well. with every purchase. You ain't getting that on Hinge. With some of the highest quality standards in the industry, not even Raya can keep up with that. Whether you want to make a uh, classic statement. about online statement. dating. The odds are good, but the goods are odd. <laughs> Whether you may want to make a classic statement by gifting a white gold tennis bracelet. That's a... White gold white cocaine? A tennis bracelet? Ooh. Like in, like in Challengers. Like in Challengers, yep. Oh, fuck yes. <laughs> or maybe... Just like in Challengers. Yep. Sapphire and Diamond hoop earrings. Ben, let's start bracelets. by finding one guy before it's no, too I need to. two, and they need to make out with each other, too. Blue Nile's jewelry experts can help you find the perfect gift for... What is it? A thruple situation? What is it? Is it Jules and Jim? Like, what is Challengers? What was it? It's kind of like a, a combative thruple. Yeah. Oh, my God. The dream, right? Yeah. What jewelry will I need to buy to make the two boys kiss? Uh, well, you know, you could ask Blue Nile's experts because they're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. What are some expected or unexpected challenges you might encounter when shopping for jewelry gifts? Well, first and foremost, when you have two tennis players vying yes. for your attention and <laughs> you're trying to make sizes. them... Yes. Yep, multiple sizing, different tastes. You want to make them jealous of each other. Yes. If you want to recreate that famous scene in Challengers when Zendaya holds up an engagement ring and goes, which whatever <laughs> you kiss is best. I give this <laughs> and the two boys kiss each other. Go to Blue, Blue Nile. <laughs> and also, while they're kissing each other in your hotel room, you can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile <laughs> also offers a diamond price match guarantee. They might be locking lips and tugging each other, but, but you're you can not locked there, into a bad deal. You're not locked into a bad deal. That's right, man. Hell yeah. And just in case. Holy shit. 30 day returns. That's a big 3 0, AKA a finished set in tennis. <laughs> Shop Blue Nile today. You're going to love, love these rings. <laughs> Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler go to bluenile.com today that's bluenile.com
you start walking toward the castle Ravenloft, where your kids are being held, where the purple robes that have caused so much trouble for you over this past, you know, however many weeks it's been, months it's been. And as you get closer, you also remember that that dragon is still sort of floating in the air, just sort of flapping its wings a little bit confused. I kind of tap everybody on the shoulder. I'm like pointing over the dragon. I'm like, oh yeah, the dragon. <laughs> so Shit, we forgot about the dragon. It's not floating over the bridge, but it's there. So as you guys walk up onto the land bridge connecting the mountain range to the castle, the front door, the portcullis, uh, raises up, and you see the three purple ropes for the first time in the flesh, eye to eye. Simultaneously to that, uh, around the back of the castle, Doug is going to try to pilot the drone. So first, the purple robes are going to roll perception with advantage because they have no reason to think this is on the level because you're you. First roll is a two. Second roll is a 14. All right, so now he's going to roll drone stealth. (laughs) (laughs) Opposed. This is going to be the first ever drone stealth roll in D&D. Rolled a 14. So, oh, shit. So they don't notice. But you see the drone <laughs> sort of zoom. It's just this little speck of what color DJI drone did you get? It will actually have some LEDs on it so you know the orientation. So it'll be green for forward and red for back. Oh, so great. you can see the red side of it. So you see a green and a red is sort of moving horizontally perpendicular to you, zooming around the back of the castle. The tallest robe kind of cocks its head for a second, and as it sort of turns to look, it's already disappeared behind the castle. You are standing on the precipice of a thousand-foot drop as howling, biting, cold winds of snow and ice scratch your face and buffet your body. Your buttocks. Your buttocks. It buffets your buttocks. Nice. It it takes not inconsiderable amount of effort to make sure that you stay upright and not get... What? I was like, oh, good. We have to stay upright. I'm oh, just yeah. nervous. Yeah. <laughs> you are definitely in a precarious position. If, if a really bad stiff wind came, who knows? You might get blown over the side. Nobody fart. <laughs> you basically have a moment to have a 30-second conversation, if you so wish, with the dragon before the uh, purple robes will reach you on the bridge. Okay. I cast Speak with Animals, and I say, hey, Mr. Dragon, Mrs. Mr. Whatever your pronouns are. My I'm- name is Raymond. Raymond. Yes. Raymond the Dragon. Uh, Raymond Dio. Raymond Dio? Yes. I feel like, like Ronnie James Dio, man. Fuck yeah. I don't know how I could hear that. Okay, I just we only have a little it. bit of time here, Glenn. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. Mr. Dragon, we're here to rescue our sons on a mission of noble mercy, and we've come a very long way, and we hope that, you know, you seem like you were cruelly enslaved by these awful robe guys, so we just hope maybe, you know, you can either, like, bow out on this one or, like, maybe be on our side in the clutch. Okay, roll persuasion. God, I have to fucking god damn it. I rolled a two. So you say all that and the dragon goes, no, I'm good. And then it flies away. Right. <laughs> it, just, it just enjoys its freedom and bounces. Okay, that's better than the yeah, alternative, dragon, yeah. I guess. Dang, Henry, what'd you say? That Henry, cool don't take dragon, it personally, man. Some dragons just don't... Guys, I'm just not a very charming person. <laughs> <laughs> so the three purple robes approach you and you have earbuds and earplugs in right yeah yes. I, I put the walkman earpieces in my ears and i'm listening to music but i'm ready to act as if i am not so i, I step forward i say daryl wilson I, I can't say nice to meet you but uh i'm glad you could all talk and i put my hand out let's see do they want to shake your hand yeah okay so the medium-sized guy reaches out and Shakes your hand. Can I perceive if it's a hand I've ever shook before? Go ahead and... <laughs> go ahead and if it's a hand you've shaken before? Or if I can tell anything from the hand. Go ahead and roll yeah, perception. Especially if it's a hand I've shaken Carol before. Carol casts hand sets. <laughs> this is 16 plus... 
Daryl's handshake ability, which is plus 20. No, um, <laughs> I got a 36. Perception, so 17? 17. Okay, so with the 17, you can tell that this particular hand you have never shaken before. Okay. Young, old, calloused. This hand is a little bit older. It's a little bit wrinkled. Um, and uh, I'm going to fucking puke right now. I'm so nervous. What <laughs> is going to happen? <laughs> this is not how I saw this happening. But yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you, that's, that's what you okay. get from a 17. So, okay, so a little older. The robes presumably start talking. You can't tell because the robes are covering their faces. You can't read their lips. <laughs> so like the, a little bit of a... So the other one shake, their heads are bobbing a little so bit. So the other one's shaking my hands. No, it, just, it was just okay, that yeah, one. Okay. I couldn't if I tried. <laughs> <laughs> now, we under, I understand... And then I hear you. <laughs> roll deception. Baby, you're not that kind. Both of you roll deception. You take the weight off of me. Roll got, deception. I got a three. You got a three? I got natural 20 plus six. I got a 13 plus zero. 13. I'm just folded arms like, all right. So immediately the tallest one walks up to Ron and to Daryl and yanks with one hand Ron's uh, Walkman out of his ears and then reaches toward As they toward walk Darryl. up to me, I put my hand up like I'm about to sneeze. Like, oh, sorry, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, okay, anyway, sorry. I, I missed what you guys were saying. Keep going. So now you can, or did you also remove No, your no, earplugs? that was like me trying to recover. Like I was, I was blocked. I stopped him. No, you failed so badly. <laughs> you failed so badly. He's like, fuck, no, no I, I'm not stupid. And it reaches over and grabs you by the ears and pulls out your earplugs. And he goes, there, can you hear me? Oh, thanks, buddy. I was wondering what was going on. Clown back. It's the altitude. He gets plugged up a little bit sometimes. You guys, I, I know what you're doing. I, Anyways, I, I appreciate I appreciate that. What was your name again? Uh, nice to meet you, by the way. I'm Daryl Wilson. Sorry, I couldn't hear you before. I put my hand out. <laughs> so here's here's the thing. All right. So Will and I still have our earplugs in. Yeah. Do you guys want to leave the room? Actually, you know what we could do? If you guys take off your headphones, I can play white noise through our headphones. Okay. Great. <laughs> so we won't hear this. I have a little soundboard on this mixer, so I'm just going to turn up the white noise so we will be unable to hear what's going on. And we're just going to go off of the cues of the body language of our fellow podcasters. I'm so in the terrified room. right now. I cannot believe that yeah. this is how this I, uh, is going. By the way, I, I, I say, oh, oh, sorry about that. About my ears clogged. Hey, Payne, why don't you go ahead and uh, head back over there? There's no reason for you to be here anymore. And I, and I, it's like, uh, yeah, sure. And right. he stays right where he is. Oh, man. All right, so, I, <laughs> so we're going into white noise mode. Will? Yep. Okay. I want to say for the record that Freddie's white noise is like a laugh track of an audience <laughs> applauding, which is the <laughs> most surreal thing to listen to. It's the this only is going thing on. that Freddie can like relate to. It's like, I just need that adoration. That's what, that's what relaxes me. He goes to sleep to the sound of people applauding. Him. <laughs> we are totally in the blind here now. You sure you can't hear any of this? I hear mumbling, but okay, okay, that's fine. That's okay, fine. Cool. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So the tallest robe reaches out to you and says, this can be very, very simple. We will send you back to the moment that you would have, Daryl, driven your kids to the soccer game. But this time, you will instead put them on a bus, which we will be driving. And that will be the last time that you see your children. But you will know several things. Firstly, that your wives will never have to die in horrible agony in a pyramid because they went looking for you in Forgotten Realms because you won't be in the Forgotten Realms. And secondly, you will know that your children are being raised happy and healthy by someone far, far more competent at fatherhood than you are. They will live happily, they will be safe, and all we need you to do is go. And if you want to keep this gentlemanly, if you want to keep this fair, that's where it can end. You don't have to know anything else about what's going on and it's all good. 
Okay, but like, what if we also like want our sons? Yeah, that's not going to do it. Hey, our sons have their own agency and have their own decisions. Have you talked to them about this? Because we saw them, they sure don't seem happy. And it's, you know, if if my son came to me and said, you know, I want to leave, like we would talk about it. I would, I would listen. I would hear him out. But like, that's not, it's not really up to us. It's definitely not up to you, sir. Can I ask like what, what you want with them anyway? Like, I just, I mean, like, listen, I just, like, there are other kids out there. And I know a few kids. I've sent. I've well, seen we don't need to give up other. We don't need to give up other kids. After you say all that stuff, Daryl, uh, the tallest rope reaches out to you with its hands, and it goes. There it is, classic Daryl. You believe that these kids deserve more control over their destinies than they do. The truth of the matter is, and you know this, I know this, your children know this. Most importantly, you are bad fathers. You are not taking them down a good road in life. They will be unhappy, or they will be dangerous, or they will give in to their worst temptations. My God, your son alone. There was a light in him that is long since gone, and I believe that is your doing, and I'm sorry to say, I'm not that sorry. Hey, buddy, have you, are you a parent? I would like to be the parent of your children. That's not a thing you, you don't, yeah, you don't you get to just no, choose I've, who you're. I've heard men say I actually before, do. We, we I, actually, we, we do, because. <laughs> yeah, but I had a dollar for every time a man said that to me. <laughs> Listen, we will raise them, and we will do a better job than you ever could. They will grow up happy and strong. We three will become more than just dads. We will become Omega Daddies. We will be immortal and wise and powerful, empowered by the youth and the love yep, of your but children. What will the kids become? The kids will become whatever they wish to be. We will have the power to give them anything as Omega Daddies. We can be the dads not just of your children, but of this entire realm. This world needs daddies, and we will be those daddies. There's nothing greater than being a dad, man. Yeah, it just tells you right away that you're not ready to be a parent. You know what's wild is that we're already daddies, and so if we just sort of like stepped up, so to speak, we would be the Omega Daddies. Yeah, being a dad is his own... You you do what you... Look, it's... Ron, I do not know how many times I have to tell you that you don't know what you're talking about. To shut the fuck up. You had a chance to make something out of your relationship with Terry Jr., and you didn't. I think I did, actually. No. No, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid not. Just, you okay. decapitated his father in front of him. This entire adventure was meant to elucidate to you a fact that you know deep in your heart to be true. That these kids need better fathers than you four. I'm sorry that that is the case, but we can be those fathers. Hey, buddy, that's what being a parent is, man. Every day of being a parent is thinking like, you know what? Somebody else is probably a better parent than me. They'll probably be a better parent. That's how, that's how you strive to make yourself better. Exactly. You don't know what exactly. the hell you're doing, There's though. always a better parent. That's it looks like kid. it's There's getting always a better parent. And we are those better parents. So... Hey, Ron, what do you think about we should let Glenn and Henry in on this? So Peyton looks to Henry and Glenn and flicks his ears. Okay, I, I unplug my ears and I go, yes! And so the tallest one goes, oh god, that's, that's very <laughs> cute. That's cute. So you were told about the nature of the magic and okay, very I mean, not really. Fun. We don't know. All I know is that I just heard a bunch of horse shit coming out of your mouth. So if that's the nature of the magic. Oh, it got heated. You are going to answer yes or no to the following question. Will you let us raise your children in exchange we will help you leave the Forgotten Realms today. And not only that. And uh, the shortest one walks up to Glenn and produces a cell phone. I believe you have a call. Uh, Glenn looks around confused, seeing that it's got heated. And I looked at Daryl. I'm like, Daryl, what's going on? Should I do any? It, it, the guy said exactly. He, they think they're going to be better dads than us and that they are going to become Omega dads. <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, and I was trying to explain that like being a parent means they're always wondering if you're a terrible parent. That's just what being a parent is. It's freaking hard as hell. And that uh, they're going to become something called Omega Daddies, and it sure sounds like they're going to like suck our son's souls or some shit like that, so they can be dads for everybody. I don't know. It's a bunch of horse shit from a bunch of people who don't who aren't parents clearly. And I think we should sock the shit out of these guys once this goes bad. But go ahead, here, get this language, phone call because these language, guys are assholes. Language. Okay, I'll take the phone. The phone rings. Uh, caller ID, nothing. The caller ID says the name of your late wife, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I'm staring at this and I'm frozen and I answer and I pull it to my ear. So you hear the voice of your late wife going, Hey Glenn, uh, I'm on my way home. Do you need me to get anything at the store? Uh, hey, what, what year is it? <laughs> you got into it early today, huh? Right, you're right back home in 2012, like in Back to the Future. Remember Back to the Future? It's like a Back to the Future when he's like, what year is it? What's up? So yeah, did you need me to get anything? I'm gonna, I, was, I was just going to get some stuff. No, you know what? Uh, it's, it's good to hear your voice. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Are you going to get like, are you going to get all emotional on me again? <laughs> I'm, I'm driving. This is embarrassing. Oh, oh, I think you're in one of your like introspective weed moods. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe that's it. Uh, Actually, you know what? Uh, uh, why don't you just call me back? Are the rogue guys like how closely are they watching Glenn take that phone call? Uh, I imagine they're they're all focused on him pretty well. <gasps> yeah. Um. Are you gonna be a sneaky rogue? Yeah. Um. That was my plan. Reveal one of their faces. That's a good idea. Yeah, I could just like try to pull that robe yeah, off. Yeah, try to pull one of the robes off one of their faces. Yeah. So, Glenn is going to look up shaky. Uh, his confidence totally gone. Color drained from his face. And he goes, what the, f- what the fuck was that, dude? Why don't you go ahead and roll? Yes, as, as I simultaneously go to rip the... So it's 21. 21? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So which one are you going for? The medium-sized one, the tall one, or the squat one? I think I'm going to go for the medium-sized one. Okay. The tall one steps forward and says, Glenn, as I told Daryl, you will return to the moment that your child would have went to the soccer game, but instead of getting on Daryl's van, he will get on a bus. You won't be waving him off alone. You will be waving goodbye to your son, standing next to your wife, Morgan, who will not have died in that car accident all those years ago. We can save her. And you can have the love of your life back in your arms once again. Everybody gets what they want. All of your wives will be safe, and all of your children will be raised by people who know what the fuck they're doing. Now, what say you? And as he says, what say you? Ron Stampler sneaks behind the medium-sized one and pulls his hood down. And you see someone that you don't recognize at all. This is a face that's completely unfamiliar. This is also the same person that Daryl shook the hand of. But Henry... You are looking into the face of Barry Oak, (gasps) your father. And as the other two purple robes turn and see that you've unrobed Barry Oak, the tall one goes like, oh, I guess we're just doing this. I was going to do it dramatically, but sure, fine. And he pulls down his hood, revealing the face of Willie Stampler. Oh, my God. And the third one pulls his down, the short one, and you see the face of Bill Close. And you are looking at at least three of the four of your fathers. They see the look of confusion on your face and Willie Stampler says, I see, I see you're confused. Let me explain. 
There are many kinds of magic in this world. Death magic, fire magic, truth magic. But when I died, when my soul transferred to this bizarre realm, I learned one truth. That the strongest magic that there is, is daddy magic. And as he says that, as that's sinking in, a hundred feet in the air, you see the DJI drone come out of the tallest parapet, and you hear faintly over the howling winds. Ron turns and in a Christian bale in the prestige whisper says, Abracadabra. Dungeons and Daddies is Matt Arnold as Daryl Wilson, Anthony Birch as our DM, Will Campos as Henry Oak, Beth May as Ron Stampler, and myself, Freddie Wong as Glenn Close. Theme song and outro is All Right by Maxton Waller. Thanks this week to Huey Martinez for the name of Glenn's wife, which she established in one of his comics. And incidentally, Morgan Freeman was 100% in the running with a bunch of other famous males with female names, you know, the inverse of Glenn Close. So he managed to see right through our joke. Dang, he predicted it. Also, special thanks this week to our fine Patreon supporters, folks like Marcus Nilsson, Ronan Neumann-Hammond, Chris, just Chris, Anthony Perry, John Elk, Chesset Chessex, Derek Haas, Elizabeth Hope, Tim West, and Patrick Kaysen. Those are the names you need to be repeating to yourself every night before you go to bed, especially Chesset Chessex. A little alliteration there, huh? We have some very cool shirts and hoodies and pins coming very soon. And remember, all patrons get first crack at any and all merch. So help support the show and help yourself to new merch when it comes out in the next month or so by heading over to patreon.com slash dungeons and dads. This episode marks a story turning point as we enter into the next phase of the podcast. So for those of you who have stuck with us over the past year and those of you just joining us, thank you all for listening. And we hope we've entertained you thus far with our dad antics. Our website, dungeonsanddaddies.com. Our Twitter, twitter.com slash dungeonsanddads. The private facebook group is bit.ly slash dungeon dads and the subreddit is r slash dungeons and daddies next episode coming at you march 17th not the 16th see you then there was a time when you could read between the lines you know they never brought you down never brought you down So we had Nick probably early, so probably like 95, 96, somewhere in there. That's when she died. Okay. Yeah. She goes, uh, it's 1990. Wait, hold on. How old is Nick? Yo, hold on. You're it's right. 2020, dog. Okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> do like 2012 if like if she died when Nick was like three or four. Yeah. Do 2012. 2012. Dang, she never saw VGHS come out. <laughs> She was a Kickstarter backer, but never got those rewards. Oh, God. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Sucking our own. Please cut that out. Yeah, She's in a better place. Absolutely <laughs> no. No. In, in heaven, there's season four of <laughs> Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just your spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals and then automatically invests your money for you. You ever seen a big squirrel? (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what, Beth, I felt like a big squirrel when I was using Acorns when I was squirreling away my paycheck money away into investments. 
It's very easy, very easy to use. The rock uses sometimes, it. The rock yeah, uses sometimes it. Sometimes I yeah. see a squirrel so big, I'm like, is that dangerous? <laughs> uh, Acorns was great because I think a lot of people have a lot of questions about how the stock market works. It made it very, very simple. It was a very simplified way of getting into it. It divides things up, and the portfolios that are pre-built are just like, yeah, sound portfolios. Mm. Head to acorns.com slash dungeons or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Clients' testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier 1 compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote a few important disclosures at acorns.com slash dungeons. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors, LLC. Acorns is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Broker services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. Dungeons & Dads is brought to you this week. By him. Boing. Boing. Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. What is? Wait, what? Why was it if your sex life is not important and you're pretty free? Well, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you may not have the time to go to the doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction, but through HIMSS, you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. The dream. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand-name okay. treatments Hello. like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. Do they have Flintstone versions? Wish I had I'm a generic alternative sure. to my wife. I'm pretty sure that Hanna-Barbera Dude, I want whatever Barney Rubble's eating. That, guy, <laughs> that guy's got to go around. They got man. so much energy that they could drive a car with their feet. <laughs> the process dude, is Barney simple. Barney was punching above his weight limit. Like 100%. That's true. He didn't skip leg day, dude. He had thighs, dog. <laughs> Marty could grip me between his thighs any day of the week. Time Process it's, like, it's a living. <laughs> Process simple, 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor visits. Answer a series of questions on their site. The medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you for free. No insurance needed if ED is getting you Dude, down. Dude, Barney probably wears that, just like that long shirt so that he could just like roll it up at any time and his dick is right there. Oh That's God. why he's wearing that long shirt. It's time you join the hundreds of thousands of trusted him subscribers to get treated. <laughs> Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash daddies. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash daddies for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash daddies. Get as hard as the Stone Age. <laughs> Hardmans nice. are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. 